podcast yeah podcast i gotta woo testing i tested it before but i did a bad job testing so i'm testing again i keep knocking the gang knob all right um i think it's is this working yeah it's working all right cool so there's the cold open Before we get into it, uh-huh. uh, do you want to um, rent the uh, American football house with me? Because it is for rent currently. Wait, is it for rent? Where? How much is it? It is, um, it's in Urbana, Illinois. Urbana? I don't know how to say it. It's like a two and a half hour drive uh, from Chicago. Okay. Uh, and it's um, it's uh, $18.50 a month, uh-huh. which eh, it's, a, it's a fairly big college town, Illinois- that the you know that's a pretty standard uh, four bed one bath nineteen hundred square feet. Um, it's got a you know it's got a deck, uh, washer dryer on the first floor, and free parking. And also, uh, it's the American Football House. Here's the thing though, I'm sure the American Football House fucking sucks. Oh, um, let me yeah, let me send you a picture. They like rip. They took the picture off Trulia. Oh no, wait, did they? No, they didn't. Yeah. No, what the fuck kind of speakers? do they have in that goddamn i don't like this house it's no, too it's, small it's, i thought it was way bigger no it's well yeah no the well the album makes it seem so grandiose but it's just a dinky little house in suburban illinois so yeah I mean, like all of this like the the walls suck sorry i'm looking at the actual truly a listing yeah they eat fucking ew what lays sweet southern heat barbecue chips really that's actually not a bad chip, but what does that have to do with the American no, football house? No, just get regular, regular Lay's. I'm looking at the pictures in inside the house on the Trulia listing. Oh, inside the house. Okay. Yeah, they're fucking... They posted a blurry picture of the bathroom that looks like the shower curtain's in the toilet? <laughs> Maybe that's why the pic is blurry. They're like, all right, oh, oh, okay, real quick. And there's one picture here that's literally like eight pixels. Here, let me send that to you. that fucking pipe on the ceiling what is this there's like there's like linoleum but there's also like regular tile yeah and they there's like a computer table is this the the kitchen is this what is this what even is this room this is the american football room this is the american this is where they play the american football um that's you can see the 20 yard line from back there where the stairs are <laughs> yeah. uh here's here's my thing okay um uh, this house deserves to be turned into like a house venue or something yeah at this point people shouldn't live in it it's because weird. it's weird that it's for rent for like people to have it's not a house anymore right it's like a i mean yeah, it's a house it, i mean it shouldn't be there's a there's a fucking cat tree there in the background there's uh like a dirty sponge. Who are these people that are living in this house and why do they suck? Well, it seems, you know, part for the course, the kind of like, oh, we're emo, so we can't clean. You know. you know what also sucks? What? 
uh, familial by Philip Selway. <laughs> Welcome to Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. My name is Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. Mm, solid segue, my friend. Uh, <laughs> my name is Nikki Flowers. I play music as Nikki Flowers, and I also play music sometimes as The Smiths. That's oh, right. announced that today. Yeah. Woo! Smiths. The Smiths return. NikkiFlowers.bandcamp.com. Uh, pre-order it. Heaven knows I'm miserable now is with the pre-order um there's my plug i'll plug it again later don't worry yeah the, uh, wait did the i was like the episode already end what, what happened yeah no just a little <laughs> pre-plug pre pre-plug can't say words a p-plug how, how how words go on microphone a p-plug 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 uh, I forgot to do how to do this podcast, and I forgot what we're doing. I can't even <laughs> talk right now, so yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. Sorry about the um, the delay. We had a really cool episode that we had lined up, and then it uh, yeah, uh, technical difficulties. We had an entire hour and a half of us talking about Cats, the movie, uh, based on Cats the musical, with our friend Al Riggs. Yep, and uh, and Dustin. It was really good and very funny. Um, really solid content. Um, the SEO. On that would have been wild, but uh, my microphone got all glitchy, and there Mine was... computer crashed. It was just a whole thing. But now, yeah. we're going to talk about um, not cats. Sorry. We're going to talk about the first non-Tom York solo album in the um, Radiohead oeuvre. Oeuvre. There's that Oeuvre. Oeuvre. Um... We're going to talk about the non, uh, first non-Tom York one, um, and uh, I'm sad to see my boy go. I'm sad he's dead for a couple episodes. Yeah, it kind of sucks that he died, um, but he'll be back, like Jesus. We're actually kind of like turning the clock back. Remember the last episode we did, The King of Limbs? That was 2011. So this now one's 2010. Go, this is 2010, yeah. so we have to do the whole episode like it's 2010. Ooh, travel back 10 years in the past. Um the economy right i'm sad that michael jackson died last year boy that really did happen yep where were you where were you when he died like what were you doing oh shit um here's a good time to tell that story yeah Um, i was taking a shit okay (laughs) it's good i was it's good to be regular i was taking a shit literally i was um just like on a break from tumblr because it was in 2009 and i was on tumblr near fucking constantly oh yeah yeah no yeah um and i went to the bathroom and i came back and my friend had sent me an aim message wow being like <laughs> hey did you see the news and i'm like no i just got back no, i was shitting on <laughs> and he goes michael jackson died and i'm like i don't believe you and went on with my day for an hour <laughs> You're like, nope, he can't die. (laughs) I went on with my day for a solid hour before I turned on the TV that was to my left. Yeah. And CNN was like, damn, King of Pop. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was the headline. Damn, King of Pop. (laughs) So cool. Yeah. Where were you? Um, I was uh, in my grandmother's house because that's where I lived at the time. I was Mm -hmm. in school. Uh, not at the moment. Uh, at when it happened, um, I was eating KFC um, with my siblings and mm. my aunt, who um, hates me. Okay. Uh, hated me at the time as well, so that was really tense KFC experience. And uh, the news was on, and uh, I heard Michael Jackson's name come up a couple times, and I'm like, okay, cool. So he's still around. Nope. <laughs> 
And yeah, no, we sort of, we like, we, we were in the kitchen and then we all, we sort of brought our KFC into the living room and just, you know, bonded as a family over the death of the King of Pop. And I think Damn, actually, King of Pop. that's actually, um, the reason I, I bring up KFC, I'm not sponsored by them, but you know, we're open to it. Yeah. Um, it's actually the last time I had KFC, not because of the events surrounding it, just didn't you know, it's not that great. Uh, actually, K- KFC was great. When I still ate meat, um, actually, that say, later that very year, well, no, this very year, 2010, the year we're recording this. Yeah. Um, I did have a KFC double down once a week for like two months. Oh my God. How are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I'm, I'm big on junk food because I'm a piece of shit, but I have limits. I, uh, the- I, KFC Double Down was so good, though. Was it? I mean, it seemed like yeah. a joke food. No, I missed it. I miss it. Like, really? genuinely right now. Okay. Damn. And as somebody who's very happy in his vegetarianism, doesn't really intend on eating meat ever again. Right. Well, that's like, 2020, I'm... Mace. It's yeah, 2010. 2020. After the record, let's go get a Double Down. Yeah, let's go get a Double Down, which they have right now. In 2010. In 2010. Um, Banksy hasn't done anything of interest for us to cover on this podcast lately, which sucks. Yeah, um, Well, he... well does it suck? I'm fine with it. Uh, okay. Uh, let me in see. In 2010, Actually, though, I mean, he was In 2010, popping. boy, was he doing a lot of, uh... He was doing, like, Disneyland was five years away. Oh, he did that... Exit Through the Gift Shop this year. Right, I was gonna say, Exit Through the Gift Shop was, like, you know, the thing. I thought, D- Disneyland... I forget is a real one that he did, and like, not a joke. <laughs> nope, it was fucking real. Disneyland, yeah. So yeah, exit through the gift shop. We just saw it. We just came from the the um, theater. The theater where they were showing movies. All of them were in three D. All of them. Yeah, I had to go pick up a Motorstorm for my PS3 as well. <laughs> I mean, you had to. It's 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 the game, you know. Yeah, the video game. Uh, Everyone's talking about it. Motorstorm. You, every, everyone knows. Yeah, um, King, tw- I wish they would release Kingdom Hearts three. You know, I give it a couple years, maybe twenty twelve. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next next year, twenty eleven. Apparently, Banksy releases a litho, which shows a smoking petrol bomb contained in a Tesco value bottle. We get it. Ooh, I wonder what he's saying there. Oh. Could be so complex that we don't even know. You want to talk about Phil Selway? Yeah, I'm done with Banksy. I mean, I don't know if I'm done with De- Banksy, but... Banksy's certainly not done with us. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Phil Selway. He's the, the... Oh, let me quiz you. Who is he in Radiohead? Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. He's the drummer. Holy shit! <laughs> I know. I didn't even cheat and, like, look it up beforehand. I just know that he's the drummer now. I finally know. Holy shit! He's he's the drummer. Yeah, let's take uh, a look at drummer. him. He's keeping the beat. Look at him. He's the four on the floor, or maybe more. That's him. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's do the the, the quarterly exam. Uh, who does what in Radiohead? <laughs> okay, so Phil, mm-hmm. Phil Selway drums. Okay. Tom York, uh, lead vocalist, as we all know. Uh, sometimes guitar, other stuff yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, computer. Yeah, computer. Uh, we would refer to him in the industry as a multi-instrumentalist. Mm. Eh. Just some industry speak. Don't don't worry about it if you don't get it. Um, <laughs> I'm stalling. 
Johnny Greenwood is also guitar. Mm-hmm. He's like lead, right? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Um. And um. Oh my God! The other Greenwood, don't tell me. His his dad. <laughs> He's Johnny's dad. Uh, Corbin. Start. Corbin Greenwood. Corbin. Corbin Blue. Corbin Blue. <laughs> uh, Colin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Colin. Okay. Colin Greenwood <laughs> is the bassist. <laughs> Rhythm guitarist. Okay, are you both it's all interchangeable oh, who's fuck. the last one <laughs> okay that's the other thing um <laughs> oh um he's putting out a solo album he's doing that um I'm, I'm, we're stalling for time so that eventually we can cover fuck. his solo album on this show and o'brien <laughs> yeah there we go god the uh fuck okay so i need to like come up with a way to remember him wait what does he do I'm, he uh screams good okay um screamer writing it down <laughs> um he's uh okay so i'll just remember him as uh he's uh the great 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 grandfather of chief miles edward o'brien of star trek no uh, he's conan o'brien's dad too they're all related yeah yeah all the o'briens are related yeah um so this is one of those albums that we don't have much to go on. We're just kind of going on on, on song feel and mouth feel, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you put the record uh, in your mouth too? Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah, I bought it, to... put the record in my mouth, returned it. Uh, mostly just, I said it was damaged. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was after you got through <laughs> with it. Um, um, yeah, Familial by Phil. This is one of those albums that has no information anywhere. It's one of those albums that you know you like look for information, but it's not fucking anywhere. Really. Yeah, like, Genius doesn't have any annotations, doesn't have fucking anything. You got no fun um, trivia? There's no fun trivia. Huh. There's no, like, uh, he just apparently put this into the world fully formed and didn't give a fuck about whether or not we, uh, we're gonna do a podcast on it ten years later. Well, joke's on Phil, because here we fucking are. Minute 15, we're gonna start talking about familial. <laughs> <laughs> the, actually, before we start, the, oh God. uh, the premise of the last episode was that we were going to start talking about familial for an hour right. and never did. Right. Yeah. No, we were like, oh, before we talk about familial. And then we talked about cats for an hour and a half. Um, and the joke was that we didn't want to talk about familial, um, but we have to now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I've got some, I've got some uh, trivia, some okay. live trivia. Yeah. Hit me. Um, as something that we can, I think that we can all relate to in this last sentence here. A self-proclaimed bedroom noodler. Selway <laughs> says he mostly gave up songwriting once he became a... I mean, bedroom noodler, come on. I mean, we're all, we're all <laughs> doing some noodling in there, yeah. It's a sex <laughs> joke. Um, he mostly gave up songwriting once he became a drummer in his late teens and only recently began working on songs again during breaks from Radiohead. Now even he admits his new record is a surprise. <laughs> Us too! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so. a cardinal sin for drummers to come into rehearsals with the comment, I've got this song. I don't think anyone knew I played guitar or sang. Even I didn't think I could sing before. He's such a drummer that he <laughs> forgot. Like, he just didn't um, even... He's like, oh, I'm a drummer. I can't I can't do other stuff. This is like the other notable drummer that we've covered on this podcast. To be fair, Ringo can barely do that, too. Yeah. So Phil's I, already, you know, he can drum. The difference is that Phil should have brought these songs into Radiohead sessions, and Ringo just shouldn't have bothered. 
Yeah, what was the Octopus Garden or whatever? I don't like that song at all. I'm not, um, you know, it's it's easy to shit on the song, and everyone does, and it's, oh, hear that? Yeah? The alarm? It's the uh, Ringo police. We, Uh-oh, we've he's been, here. We've bashed on him too long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's easy to shit on Ringo and Octopus Garden. It's because it's also fun and necessary. Yeah, because uh, it's a bad song, and all the songs he ever wrote were bad, including Yellow Submarine. Um, yeah. So, now 43, with a wife and three kids. Damn, he's, he was 43? He's 53 now, then, I Woo, guess. Woo, yeah. Selway wistfully explores themes of growing older and the importance of family, like you do when you're 43, I guess. No, that makes like, sense. What, what are you going to write about, a colonoscopy? I mean, be good. <laughs> uh, see Uncut Gems in theaters now. Um... <laughs> And I have yet to see it. I don't get that. Uh, that's for the listeners out there. Selway wistfully explores themes of growing older and the importance of family, and even steps into darker territory like fear and depression. Oh, Ooh, I know spooky. that. <laughs> tracks are ima- imaginally packaged with some, with some nice digital glitch textures without trying too hard to resemble Radiohead songs. Without trying too hard is the key phrase there. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! I would drop the mic, but that would be bad for the audio. Um, and then apparently, uh, the Wil- uh, Wilco's drummer, Glenn, is in on this. Glenn Wilco? Yeah, Glenn Wilco, there's Jeff Wilco, there's Glenn Wilco. It's a Wilco then, family reunion here. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you had just showed me a picture of Phil Selway without telling me it was Phil Selway of Radiohead, and without me knowing it was Phil Selway of Radiohead, I would have told you he was in Wilco. Fair enough. Okay, let's talk about these songs, I think. By some miracle, we have reached the point yeah. in the episode where we actually talk about the album. Twenty minutes in. Uh, yeah. Uh, by some miracle, I don't like this song. Yep. I think I like <laughs> it a little bit. Maybe it's very. I read in um, a kind of description. Actually, I, I gotta I gotta preface this. We are kind of both going in blind here because this is the first time I've listened to this album since 2010. Oh, I thought you were gonna say ever, and I was like, whoa. No. Damn. Okay. Um. So I'm just kind of shepherding through this. It's like a like a horse shepherding another horse. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's really cool, actually. Two horses. Um, anyway, um, it I read in uh, just kind of like the, the description on Apple Music that was like, it blends Nick Drake with um, Radiohead's The Benz, and no. I'm like, this this comes pretty close. I mean, this kind of. I guess I get what they're coming from, but. No. There are no moments on this album where Phil Selway is very, very mad he's going to beat the shit out of me. Right. There's none of that. Yeah. It's... And there should have been. Because, yeah, like this one, um, thought it was interesting that there are no drums in this one. At least none that I could hear. Um, he was, I don't know what the drummer was thinking when he didn't do drums on it. Yeah, you, you just sat there? What are you doing? Greg Wilco, whatever? Yeah, what is what does Greg Wilco do on this one? I can't remember any of these people's names. <laughs> um, yeah, the chorus is uh, kind of nice, like it's the, all right. yeah, you know, but the rest of it's pretty bland. Um, the outro is a little too twee for my taste, but uh, the very end of it reminds me of um, remember Monster Zank and that uh, put that thing back where it came from. We're so healthy, <laughs> where he goes, put it back where you found it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> But that's just me. Um, and also these lyrics happen to add the one, two, three, four to the beginning, which is very funny, I think. Oh, the <laughs> lyrics, yeah. Lyrics. yeah. Uh, very yeah. ASMR count in there, too. 
all of these songs have really, really, really ASMR sounds. Really it's like he's whispering into the mic. Hushed lyrics, yeah. I would, I think I would call it maybe like a, it's like a, like if, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Like if James Hetfield went and made a Sufjan Stevens album. <laughs> <laughs> That's cutting. <laughs> really going for phil's neck there i don't consider that a bad thing no it's (laughs) you know it's just you know what it's just he did the drums on he did the drums on the national anthem and now he's here whispering into the mic yeah it just yeah it's it's odd especially this is the time where like you know johnny's johnny's getting really into like scoring movies and he's doing like yeah he's doing like paul thomas anderson films which we'll cover later um and then because uh, that means we get to watch paul thomas anderson movies exactly yay and then tom york and his new computer um mm-hmm. the the devil computer uh, let's are, not ugh, let's not dwell on that they're djing a lot they're doing a lot of djing growing his hair out hang out with flying lotus that's fun and uh phil's just here <laughs> phil's doing uh familial and let's talk about beyond reason mm, okay <laughs> i guess <laughs> It sounds, I kind of like this one. It's um, yeah, no. There's some interesting little sonic sprinklings of something, you know. Like it uh, sounds like it's it's uh, trying to be a little in rainbows, a little bit, you know, a little bit, like it, just it a kinda, t- just a touch. It brings back that feeling of like the entire album. I was like thinking, damn, this guy did OK Computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this guy is the drummer for like one of the biggest rock bands ever but here he is just putting an album out on a tiny well not tiny bella union's not a tiny label but like but you know but it's a tiny it's a very it's it's a it's not a tiny label like say neo detritus yeah fuck those guys guys, by the way (laughs) but this album is very it's small you know what i mean like it's it's produced very small uh the arrangement it's all small you know it's like a tilt shift um album yeah 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 yeah. that's a good metaphor and also like uh, you know spoiler alert for the next you know 40 or so minutes we're gonna keep shitting on the album but (laughs) uh, yeah sorry for the spoiler but to be fair kind of brave of him to put something out like this you know yeah you know what i think i would be like scared to put something out yeah i mean you know you're the drummer in like you know the one of the biggest bands ever ever and you, you come out with your little, um, I guess, like, folk album, almost, you know? With your little whisper album, yeah, little yeah. Little acoustic whispers. Acoustic whispers. That's a... Co- I'm gonna write that down. That might be something. Acoustic whispers. Acoustic or acoustic? Acoustic. No, caustic okay, whispers. <laughs> caustic window. I love Apex Caustic <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, that, it's just... It, it's so weird to go from, like, big to tiny... And, and I know, guess I, I, yeah, it must feel good for him. I mean, why would he do this without you know having a reason, like you know wanting to do it? So good for him. Yeah, for, I mean it's beyond reason. It's beyond reason, and um, I, I do get a lot of like in rainbows vibes from this though. Like you can tell he definitely like they were finishing in rainbows, and he was like, "Oh, I've got these songs," and Tom was like, "Go, <laughs> <laughs> get out, <laughs> <laughs> leave." <laughs> Uh, or they were finishing up the King of Limbs, and um, there there weren't enough like tree references to. Yeah, uh, 
Is this the King of Limbs Part 2? Or is... No, because this came no. out in 2010. This was the King of Limbs Part 1. This is the prequel. Yeah. Damn. This is <laughs> King of Limbs Phantom Menace. <laughs> no. It's the King of Limbs <laughs> 1.8 HD remix. Chain of Memories. Oh, God. Hmm. Um, yeah, Beyond Reason. I don't know. It's, it's alright. It's kind of slow. Whatever. This, we, we might not even go for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. We're going to have to come up with something to talk about <laughs> um let's for example maybe we talk about a simple life the simple life oh yeah um paris hilton and nicole richie are we're the best of friends in 2002 and i don't know why they're not friends anymore wait oh no we're talking about a simple life yeah sorry yeah we gotta talk about the uh the boring thing which is that, boring that's hot um <laughs> But what's not hot is this. I'm sorry, yeah. you guys. Yeah, sorry. I mean, Phil, I, I'm i always shouting him out. That's like one of my catchphrases. Shout out to Phil. And I love him. Love the guy. He's a great drummer. I don't... You know? We, we've got a whole other album of his to cover after... Okay. He put one out in 2014. He was just on a little streak there, it looks like. Yeah. Was Are those the only two? Uh, for yet, for now, I guess. Okay, well, let's do, well, let's stick with this one before we get ahead we're of ourselves. We're still kind of in the, uh, we're in the, uh, kind of, like, negative space between Radiohead albums. The last one was 2016. Um, yeah. they, sh- they should start now on one, honestly. Oh, shit, yeah. Well, one of these days. <laughs> one of these days, at our release cadence, we yeah. <laughs> will be covering the new Radiohead album. <laughs> yeah. um, um, so, Simple this Life. This song is boring. Yeah, it's boring. It starts boring. Uh, the lyrics, the lyrics are very generic, not just in this song, but this is what made me notice it, this song, is that they're very, like, quiet, indie, generic lyrics. You know what I mean? It it reminds me of an Iron and Wine album. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I really like Iron and Wine. I would listen to an Iron and Wine album, you know? It's, (laughs) in 2010, I probably was. In 2010, no, in 2010, all I was listening to was The Flaming Lips, um, which sucks now, but, like... (laughs) You know what? Embryonic yeah. was a good album, and I'm not going to back down from that. I wouldn't ask you to, because I also agree. <laughs> uh, we're talking about things that were good in 2010, and not things that were uh, that are good on this album. Yeah. Um, well, to, to this song's credit, once the drums and bass come in, it finally becomes something. Yeah. But what it becomes is, like, not, not all that much, still. Yeah, I, I get where they're coming from in comparing this album to Pink Moon, because it is, Pink Moon is also very quiet. Yeah, um, but Pink Moon had, like, oomph. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was, Pink there Moon was... sounds like it was recorded also in, in, in his sleep. Yeah. But, but in a totally different, better way. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Phil. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know you took, like, a creative risk here, and I don't think it entirely didn't pay off, but it's not working for me, bud. It's just, I, I think it's our personal preference. This out, the, the lyrics of the song sound like fucking, they sound like an emo song. Like, yeah. basically, if you read the lyrics, if you put these lyrics to, say, like, a Hawthorne Heights song. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, take a good look at them. Yeah, yeah, okay, hold on, let's look. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. That's fully Hawthorne Heights. This is, um, you know... Ohio is for lovers, whatever the fuck it's called. Right, something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't. I'm not saying it's like entirely bad the lyrics, but the way they are, it's so the way he delivers them is uh, it's so milk toast. It just exists. 
Yeah, and especially when he, he goes into the cliches, which he does a lot. The way, you know, if there was some, like, I don't know, some emotional grit or something there, mm-hmm. I don't know, probably would have worked. But when he delivers these cliches in such a whispery, quiet, like, polite, it just sort of, blah, you know. Um, I just read that this album was recorded from 2001 to 2010, so he was doing this shit during Amnesiac. What? No. 2001 to 2010? It took him nine years to, to make this? <laughs> so, Phil, these sound like demos. These sound like... Phil. Phil. Phil, Also, um, apparently... Um, by some miracle, I remember this now. Mm-hmm. That by some miracle, the first track was the first single, which is yeah. the best choice he could have made. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, lead yeah. with your strongest, uh, strongest thing. track. Yeah. Um, can I read you some reviews before we continue? Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Andy Kelman of All Music, this is from Wikipedia, complimented the album's lyrics, saying they soothed rather than seethed, mm. which is exactly what I said on the first track. Right. <laughs> and wrote that subtle, touching albums like this should be made more often. I don't know that it was touching to me, Andy. It was subtle, for <laughs> sure, but like, it didn't, you know, he had a lot of things to say about family, sure, but he didn't really say anything about family. He was just you like- You said a ton of cool shit about family in 2010 or in 2009? Whomst. Panda Bear. Welcome to Panning Up Something Good, a limited event prestige <laughs> podcast about Panda Bear. <laughs> that's how you talk. That's how you do songs about family. Yeah. That's how my girls, that's how you do songs about family. Oh, fucking, fuck yeah. Fucking uh, slow motion tomboy. That's how you do with songs about family. Mm. Is this, this is not an Animal Collective podcast. I'll shut up. Um, okay. <laughs> um, oh, uh, this review from Pitchfork Media described familial as a modest mannered record that prizes directness simplicity and bittersweet sentiment above all sometimes successfully sometimes not Mm, okay yeah yeah fair being very fair actually they got a 4.9 okay well which i think is maybe too harsh for that i don't know uh i'd have to let's get through the rest of the album but i don't know 4.9 is it's hovering where i would put it actually yeah all, all eyes are on the next record. The next, so- the next song. All well, eyes you're on already you. trying to get to the next record. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. <laughs> yep. Um, um, yeah, so here's my notes. <laughs> this is when my notes started to really fall apart. And this is... this is, I, uh, Yeah. So I have... Uh, King of Limbs-esque FX loop buried way in the mix is kind of nice. Yes. I actually really... To this album's credit, I love that. No, it's great. No, I love when he does that. There should have been more of it. Um, but I get that he was trying to, like, not be super... I'm in Radiohead, which... He was is... trying to save it for Radiohead. <laughs> which is fair, and I get why he did that. Um, I but here's the thing. The other solo artists don't save it for Radiohead. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, I... I don't know. Um, I continue on. Oh my god, is this whole album slow acoustic guitar shit? Oh my god, <laughs> yes it is. Oh my god... There's six more songs left. <laughs> and that is what I had to say about All Eyes on You. Um, it just, the, the song sort of came and went, didn't it? It kind of, and that's that's okay, I think. For this album? Sure. I like when the songs don't overstay their welcome. Yeah, 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 which is, uh, which, you know, does happen. I just typed Phil into my um, Apple Music, and um, instead of getting to Familiable Phil, Phil Selway, I got No Jacket Required by Phil Collins, which is an album I'd love to listen to right now. Now, there's another drummer named Phil. 
who could do a solo album. Yeah. A solo career, let's be honest. How come Phil Collins wasn't in Radiohead? What the fuck? Could they not get him? Was he busy? Phil? So they had to go with this backup Phil? He's not a backup Phil. He's a good drummer. No, he is. I know. Yeah, I know. This is uh, the, the the genre in this is singer-songwriter. This is like, really panning out like the Pablo Honey episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so that's I'm glad you brought that up. I don't... I don't know if I'm being harsh for comedic effect or if I really just didn't like this album a lot, but I don't think it's as bad as Pablo Honey. I, it's I definitely say that. not as bad as Pablo Honey. Nothing is. Right. No, I mean, it's... I would be impressed if it was. Would you say that Polk Pole Revolving Doors is worse than Pablo Honey? Well, that's not really a fair comparison because it's an album versus a song, but... Yeah, but anything... Well, is Pull Pull Rolling Doors better than anything on Pablo Honey? And I'm watching, and I am on guns.com. <laughs> okay. I guess then my answer is no. <laughs> or yes? I don't know. What, what do you want? <laughs> I forget the question. Put the gun down. <laughs> uh, Oh. oh man well those are the ties that bind us <laughs> um when it started when i was uh-huh. like oh okay upright bass yeah and then it like the bass went away and it went back to the same acoustic guitar shit i was so pissed off <laughs> <laughs> it's like he keeps giving you little morsels little, of cooler shit little bits little bits of like oh look at this fun little um effects loop that i did oh it's way in the mix and it's only for a little bit oh fun little upright bass riff oh this could lead somewhere no it just <laughs> i don't know uh, it's, it's, it's he's yeah. like here's a little loop never mind never mind i mean the, the bass does come back in the song but it's not as um forthright as it was in the intro and it's not as like cool and interesting as that loop yeah uh, yeah i don't know i <sighs> I don't know. Also, is this the first... I think... I wrote this down, and I'm not sure if I'm correct, but I think I am. This is the first time we hear cymbals. It is, in this whole album. (laughs) Where are the drums? My man, what are you doing? The drummer. I thought Glenn Wilco, or Greg Wilco, whatever the fuck his name is, was... Glenn Kotchke. Yeah. Where'd he go? Was he just not in the booth recording? He was on loan from Jeff Tweedy, and Jeff Tweedy decided that he needed him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> jeff tweedy the guy who rents out his band members yeah <laughs> rent a band <laughs> his his very lucrative side gig <laughs> um yeah so that's all i got all right um we gotta we gotta kind of like sidebar the show real quick we got five tracks left uh but i'm trying to fill some space um <laughs> oh i play. got one i got one go ahead um so uh on twitter okay uh everyone is in hell all the time but i did find a fun tweet um it was a, a poll um by YouGov, which is um i don't know some polling oh, people you gov what oh you gov you gov i don't know they might, they might be british um their Possibly. twitter location says earth so fuck you then okay um <laughs> but this this is a um a british centric poll and i thought we're talking about a brit Let's talk about other Brits, because we really need to fill some space. Um, Here's the poll. Top 10 reasons why Britons wouldn't want to go to the moon, even if their safe return were guaranteed. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is really good. So, I don't know, they asked, uh, let's see, what are the, did they say how many they asked? Nope. 
Great. Okay. Nope, they just asked a couple people, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, so just a handful, whatever. So they asked a bunch of Britons, would you go to the moon even if your safe re- return were guaranteed? Like, no danger at all. Here are the reasons people gave when they said no. 23% simply said, not interested. I think not it's inter- just 23 people. Twenty-three, yeah, Maybe 23 people. 23% not, said not interested in going to the fucking moon for free and danger free. Okay. Wait, for free? Yeah, this is, yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't think I mentioned that. This is, if you could just go to the moon, if someone just was like, hey, let's take you to the moon, there's no way you could die or be injured, it's on the house, 23% not interested. What's, what? Yeah, so this is Britons we're talking about, they're fucked. It gets even better. <laughs> this is my favorite part. <laughs> if you thought that was wild. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even say it. <laughs> Eleven percent said not enough or nothing to see or do on the moon. It's the fucking moon. <laughs> it's the moon. Oh, I'm sorry. There's no water park or mall center on the moon. Or oh, there's oh no my McDonald's God. on the moon in it. <laughs> oh my God! It's just it's like. <laughs> I'm oh God, sorry. Tesco there. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, the, you know, exiting this. This the the one place you've ever known in the universe to go to an entirely new biosphere where your gravity's oh no sorry there's not enough to do what the fuck Britain fuck <laughs> oh my god so ten percent said would rather visit other places on Earth eh, okay that's still I mean you could also do that and also go to the moon it's not oh I'm on the moon can't go anywhere else now no that's not okay nine percent said no point wow. <laughs> There's no point in going to the moon, said the dumbest people on the planet. It's the moon. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> this is the other good one. 9% said that they rejected the premise that safe return could be guaranteed. <laughs> Honestly? <laughs> Which is like... <laughs> They're not wrong. <laughs> They're not wrong, but imagine being like, mm, well, actually, you can't really guarantee it. It's a hypothetical question, you dick. Oh, what if I die? Oh, but but I could die. You should. should die the lorry. You dick. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, which seven... one do you think that Tom York voted for? Um. Well, let's get there. We're <laughs> we're getting there. Trust me. I got I got it all. It's it's coming. Seven percent said too long to get there. So, you know, that's great. Uh, it's like, we'll a, t- like a week. Yeah. What, uh, to be fair, England is so tiny that, like, any, like, if they had to drive anywhere in the United States, they'd lose their minds. Yeah, probably. Six, six percent said too old, which actually makes sense. Like the moon or them? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say, but I'm gonna assume them. <laughs> Here's the thing. And I get all... it. I, there's some, there's some British people that are good and nice. I get it. But most of you suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's... Britain to me is like Radiohead, Brexit, and transphobia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not wanting to go to the moon. <laughs> oh, dear fucking God. Okay. Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, what's our next song? It is uh, Patron Saint by Philip Selway from the album Familial in 2010. Um, Drummer of Radiohead. Yep. Here's what I got in my notes. <sighs> All right. All of these songs sound the same. Sorry, Phil. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Here's the thing. We're doing this, I think, at this point out of 
out of obligation to Radiohead. <laughs> I mean, not we the, have not to. the podcast. But no, like... out of ra- for Radiohead. No, 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 we're not doing the podcast out of obligation to Radiohead. We're doing this episode specifically. <laughs> out yeah, of obligation to Radiohead. Yeah, this is we're uh, do- this is more charity than anything. <laughs> <laughs> um. But we know what the answer is when I ask if we're picking up something good. Uh, we may not even have to do that bit. I think it's. I think we'll have to for the sake of you know tradition. But I don't know. Oh, please don't turn on the transponder yet, please. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I do. This song, to its credit, has a lot of very like Radiohead lyrics, though. Okay. Yeah. Give me some. Uh, like a web of lies and compromise. You play me for a fool. Yeah, see, like that's fair, but coming out of Phil's mouth, it sounds like tacky. It's just, it's honestly his delivery with a lot of these lyrics is just like he's too earnest. He's whispering. He's he's way too earnest and direct. I need Tom's weird, you know, like oh, what the fuck does that mean, Tom? You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> I think maybe this album would be more interested if. If uh, Phil had also chopped up a bunch of words, thrown them in a hat, and just uh, recorded that way. Yeah. I don't know. It just feels... Uh, even the lyrics kind of feel samey, you know? It, give, give me a lyric from a random song, and I couldn't tell you what song it was from, you know? Mm-hmm. How about... Know. Okay, here we go. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. Uh, the Ties That Bind Us. Okay. Right. Oh, Correct. okay. So maybe... Okay, um, cool. Uh, real quick, before we continue, um, I'm going to name some uh, members of Wilco, and you tell me whether or not they're actual <laughs> members of Wilco, or I made them up, and they're um, actually Frasier cast mem- Fra- Frasier character names. Oh, okay, so this is, I was so afraid of this, because I only know Jeff Tweedy, but I have binge-watched all of Frasier multiple times, so let's fucking do this. Okay, Eddie. Oh, you're throwing me a curveball already. I mean, <laughs> that's that's the dog in Frasier, but it could also be a Wilco guy, right? I'm going to go with Frasier Dog. Uh, sure. Could be. What it is, though. It is the Frasier Dog. It's Frasier's dad's dog. Yeah. Um. Don't fuck with me. I'm a Frasier Patrick Sansone. Patrick Sansone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Wilco, right? Uh, yeah, that's Wilco. Okay. Um, hmm. Come on, you gotta, you gotta really. Sorry, come again? Walt Twitchell. Mm, Wilco. No, that's Frasier. Really? Who's Walt Twitchell? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just scrolling through the names of Frasier characters. Oh, this must have been like one guy in one episode. All right. Niles Crane. Great. Um, that was a, that was a curveball. Um, Nels Klein. <laughs> I don't know. Wilco. <laughs> yeah, that guy's Wilco. Yeah. Michael Jorgensen. I'm gonna go with Frasier. Nah, Wilco. <laughs> really? Wow, yeah. Michael Jorgensen sounds like a fucking yeah. meathead. Jill Chesterton. <laughs> uh, it's Gil Chesterton. I'll Gil, have you know. Whatever. It's Frazier. Um, Jeff Tweedy. <laughs> oh, okay. You made him up. No, he's, yeah, he's not an either. Great. We should probably finish this album. We. <laughs> this was a fun game. Um, <laughs> but I think we do need to wait. We um, yeah, I think that. That burned a couple minutes. Yeah, let's get back to the album. <laughs> <laughs> Do you Jesus think people Christ. are going to enjoy listening to this? I don't know who gives a shit. <laughs> I think the next episode will be much more fun. We're doing this for ourselves at this point anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, Falling by Phil Selway. Um, mm, yeah. Here's the thing. It reminds me of a better song. Um, 
which is that one, uh, the Wilhelm scream by uh, James Blake, because I just keep falling. I just see falling, falling, falling in there, and I'm like, damn, yeah, I love James Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> damn, I could be listening to James Blake right now. And I was going to say an album that came out in the same year, but I feel like James Blake came out in 2011. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. All those years, 2010 to 2012, <laughs> are the same year to me. Oh, it's all a blur. Yeah. Uh, this song isn't good. Um, here's what I got for my notes. Um, all of these songs are about lights and if they're on or not. Because <laughs> as, as soon as he says it's just a trick of a light in this one, I'm like, this guy just keeps talking about lights and darkness. That's it. That's the whole album. You know who's um, even better at um, like doing songs about lights, even though he's a piece of shit now? <sighs> Who is it? It's Kanye West. Like I, yeah. I got more more <laughs> enjoyment out of listening to like all of the lights or flashing lights or um, ultra light beam. Uh, <laughs> that he really I did, did a lot of song. yeah, he did a lot of lights songs. It's like a thing. He has like yeah. a, a bunch of light songs. Not oh. like light music. I no. think that's Jesus is King, but um God. <laughs> <laughs> was that, wait, is that the one where like he says you're my Chick-fil-A? Is that Yeah, that's the new one where he talks about the Lord. Right. <laughs> I still I still think about you're my Chick-fil-A probably I'd say at least once a week. Here's the thing. Um the album sucks shit. Absolute but... shit. But everybody is eating it up like it's like it doesn't suck shit. I do love that about Kanye is that he could he could kind of just do whatever he wants and people will eat it up. And that's, you know, it's aspirational in a way, uh, in some ways, some ways that that's the thing. Like I the the album sucks. I listened <clears throat> to it the very first day it came out. It you made bad. me listen to it the day it came out, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. It's not but... fun or enjoyable. But every day in LA, I see people who are like clout chasing, who are like here, like like on Fairfax and shit, buying Supreme clothes. They're like the album <laughs> rules, and I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the Supreme people would like it. Uh, you know what album actually might be better than Jesus is King though? It's Familial by Phil Selway. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll give I'll give Phil that. You know, that's it's I'm... definitely not better than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. But like, that's what is? true. Yeah, what is though? Uh, this song um, seems kind of sad on Broken Promises. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make fun of it because I feel like it's actually coming from a place of, like, genuine, like, like sad for him. See, okay, yeah, no, I, I, I will agree. And here's what I have in my notes. Um, I have no more notes, really. I'm not hating this. I'm just kind of bored. I guess the melody and the chorus is nice. Phil seems sad. <laughs> yeah, I, ho- I hope things are okay, Phil. Yeah, I, I was, I, w- I got to this one and I was like, wait, so is this, is he getting divorced? Is this what this album is? Or is it just about, like, the concept of family? I couldn't tell. No, we'll get to divorce, but not right now. Ooh. <laughs> um, I not like Phil. Phil's not getting that. divorced from oh. anybody. I got yeah. so excited that he was getting divorced. What kind of person am I? <laughs> like, ooh, that could be a fun album. Nikki, that's a relationship falling apart, you monster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you pick which which member of Radiohead gets divorced? Oh, I get to pick who gets divorced, not no, no, guess no. who they, does. That doesn't actually happen. You get to guess who gets divorced. Oh, damn. And I'll tell you whether or not you're right when the divorce episode comes along. Oh, so do I pick right now? Uh, yeah, if you want to, you can just pick pick a divorcee. Um, well, you already told me Tom does. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm guessing it's a second divorce. It could be. Ooh, okay. Throw me a little curveball. Uh... 
Hold on, let's wait for this fucking motorcycle. Why? Every single time. It's, there's nothing, nothing on this road until I start recording. And then it's every fucking motorcycle in northern Chicago. Okay, sorry. He know, he, they know when you record and they're like, I want to be on picking up something good. Fuck, fuck Radiohead. <laughs> um, I, my guess is Chief Edward O'Brien. Okay, I'll let, I'll I'll tell you when the divorce episode comes along. Great. Um uh let's uh let's get on that on that high rope for this next one. Let's uh not look down on Don't look down. Oh, I was like high rope, what the fuck are you talking about? And then yeah, then I remembered. Yup. Um <laughs> here's my notes. Okay, one more track to go after this. You can do it, Nikki. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh there's more references to light. Yeah, just um, seriously, every song is about light or darkness. If the light is on, if it's off, let's turn the light on, let's turn it off. I love that. Love it. It's and, good. And then there, it's like, I'm tied to you, you're tied to me. It's like we're on a high trapeze. That's such a weird metaphor, Phil. I. That's why, I mean, that was part of why I thought this was about divorce. Like, there's like a theme of like, like ties that bind us and uh, broken promises. And like, they're on a tightrope together. And like, if one, you know, they both have to stick together or else they fall. Uh, that sort of thing, I thought it was, like, alluding to that. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but here's the thing. It, it can't be good when you're writing about di- when you're writing about just regular shit and then people think it's about divorce. <laughs> yeah, that's not... That's, um... You maybe gotta look into your whole thing there, Phil. As a songwriter, that's my worst nightmare, that I will release a song and people will be like, Oh, are you getting divorced? Hey, is everything no. okay? No, everything's yeah. fine. What, what do you mean? <laughs> No, well, I love my partner very much. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, th- see, that's the trick is I write lyrics about how I have depression and nothing else. So when people, if I ever write a song about happy lyrics, then people will be like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite. <laughs> uh, anyway, that, I think that's all I can really say. It's, I'm trying, I'm really trying to come up with more things i'm genuinely more interested by this link under the genius uh lyrics it says for the record is tyler the creator's igor good or bad (laughs) (laughs) is this like just a a genius link in general or is it like someone put this on familial uh it's like let's see what the phil selway fans have to think about igor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it, it's a genius link in general, but imagine if the Radiohead subreddit was just basically like, it's a Tyler the Creator subreddit. <laughs> how about Theta Igor, huh? <laughs> how, what do how you about think? Felicia the Goat? Uh, what? What do you think? About what? Igor. Uh, I think it's, I think it's fine. Same. It's like, it's, it's like, not Flower Boy, but oh it's also- Oh my god, the motorcycle won't stop. Yeah, I agree. I hate- motorcycles what were you saying <laughs> i'm saying it's 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 not flower boy but it's not like jesus it's also not bastard which is yeah like, that's terrible <laughs> those that is that's the that's the spectrum it goes from <laughs> bastard to flower boy <laughs> <laughs> and cherry bomb lies somewhere in the middle there oh man welcome to our Tyler the creator podcast is there a fucking leaf blower convention outside what is that <laughs> It's it's Tyler himself. God, he is creating a ruckus. Did I uh, ever tell you the story about how on my birthday in 2015 I was walking down Fairfax Avenue where all the um, like all the 
the trendy stores are, and I walked in front of the Supreme store. It was the second time I've mentioned Supreme on this show. Yeah. Um, on this episode, and I saw Tyler the Creator do like a high kick, and <laughs> uh, he almost kicked me in the face. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah. He, Tyler, Tyler, the creator, did a high kick in your direction. In my direction, it almost kicked me in the face, and I had to kind of like <laughs> swerve. What did he? Do? What did he say? Anything? He said, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. But cool. That so- that sounds like I lied, but it actually happened. No, that sounds like a normal LA interaction. Yeah, like when you're drawing um, <laughs> in a deli and YouTube <laughs> shows up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, I don't know, Chicago is the third largest city in the country. We have somewhat of an entertainment biz. Like, a lot of stuff is filmed here. You're always bumping into fucking Tyler the Creator and Migos and all these people. Where's Stevie my... Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder? Literally Stevie Wonder. And where is... Where am I, where are my Chicago uh, celebrities? Where are they? Uh, well, Kanye lives in Calabasas. Um... Yeah. And, um, I mean, you can always bump into the Wilco building. The Wilco building? They have a yeah, building? The, the Yankee Hotel Foxtrot oh, album Jesus. cover. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do they, what are, what is Wilco? Why do they have a building in downtown Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> you could always go to the Wilco building. That's what y'all have, I think. The Wilco conglomerate. Um, uh, and you have that three-story Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Not yet. I don't think so. No, it's, it's, it's open, I think. Oh, well, it goes to show you how much I'm in the loop. Which and is, then you have, you have The Loop, which the is, loop. I don't know what that is. The Loop? Oh, it's just, it's just a little catchy name for the downtown area. Why is we, it called The Loop? Well, because of the, um, the, L, the, the L train. It, there, it forms a loop downtown. Mm-hmm. Does the L stand for loop? No, it actually stands for elevated. <laughs> 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 it's really confusing. <laughs> That doesn't make any fucking sense. I know, because uh, also, it's not even elevated the entire time, just sometimes. What the fuck? I know. God bless the CTA, though. I, I don't know what I would do without it. Fuck the buses, though. I, buses are bad everywhere. Um, You know what song title sounds like a Radiohead song, but then when you listen to it, it's not actually that good? Like um, a Radiohead song? I don't know what it could be, but maybe it's... The Witching Hour? By Phil Selway? Yeah. Yeah, from Familial. In 2010, yeah. The drummer from Radiohead. Yeah. it's uh, It sounds like a Radiohead song, and it sounds like you're about to get, like, real into it. Yeah, like Tom's gonna threaten to put a spell on me or something. Yeah, you know? um, and sixth line in, um, lights across the sky. I know, I, I have that written down. That is, like, one of the <laughs> only notes I have for this song. <laughs> the other note I have is, ooh... Because <laughs> of the intro, and that's all I could. That's all I could muster. <laughs> the intro is nice. Yeah, no, it's fun, but it's definitely not like it doesn't lead to anything good. Yeah, it's it's. I just does. I feel like I hope I wish this was a Radiohead song called "The Witching Hour" because it'd be a lot more interesting. Like Tom York would be like, and there'd be like a computer Ooh, line, like fucking witch. <laughs> There'd be like a line in the back going, and then like, um, and and then the bass would be like, and then Ed, and then Phil would be given giving us the good drums. Yeah, but it's none of this. None of this. It's just the same boring acoustic bullshit that we've gotten the entire time. 
Yeah, like, he robbed us of Tom going, I'm the witch, I'm the witch, I'm the witch, I'm the witch. I'm the witch. Um, so that's the witching hour. Uh, and I think that's familial, I feel so That's familial, folks. We did it. We got through it. Um, uh, despite so, everything. Yeah, here's, we're gonna play one more game before we turn on our transmitters. And <laughs> maybe we picked up something good. Uh, we're gonna play a little game called How Many Times Does He Mention Light? So, let's go through it. Twenty-two. Twenty-two times over this 30-minute album. Twenty-two times. Good job, Phil. Also, wait, can, can it be twenty-two and a half? Because he does say D-lights in the witching hour. That's fair. Yeah, that counts. It's a sword of light. It's the D-light. Twenty-two and a half times. Yeah. Anyway. So, Are um, we, um, Nikki? Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Are we picking up something good? Well, uh, I think I could already tell you, but... Let's turn the transmitter on. Hold on, let me go grab it. Um, all right, let me just, I actually do need to, it's across the room. All right. Okay, um, I think, uh, yeah, let's... Ready? Uh, let me just, yep, yeah, okay, I'm ready. Okay, one, two, three, here we go. I'm the witch. I'm the witch. I'm the witch. Witch, 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 witch. Uh, okay, uh, let's I'm see. I'm picking up something incredible. Uh, wh- are Just you? kidding. Oh, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh, I'm picking up something that kind of sucks and is a bit of a disappointment. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really sorry, Phil, but it sucks. <laughs> I really wanted to like it because I like Phil. I think he's like, his, he's an incredible drummer. Like, I don't want to take that away from him because of how much I just shat on him for the past hour or so. <laughs> and I'm not shitting on him. And it's not really shitting. I'm merely pissing. Yeah, we're taking the piss, as they say in England. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. We are not taking the piss on, like... Like, this joke... This isn't, like, a joke review. It's a serious review. Oh, it's very serious. We've never made a joke. Um, however... It's it's just not good, Phil, and I'm so sorry. I wish it were good. Yeah, sorry, bud. Uh, maybe next time, in 2014. Yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. You know, and I will... I'll bring up the point I did... Um, like a million years ago, I don't remember when I said it, um, that he did, he took a risk, I think, with this, because it is so unlike uh, his, his previous work with Radiohead. And it is a, it's, it's a very personal album, which I do feel a little bit bad that we just, like, trashed it. <laughs> yeah. Because it does seem like he wrote about his actual family stuff. But, um, you know, more power to him. I'm glad that he, he, you know, had a an idea and a inspiration to make a solo album and buy gum he did it yeah that's you true know. um i mean yeah i just thought it was i mean great great to hear about your family phil but like i i just personally wasn't interested and i think that like you share the same same opinion yeah we just don't want to hear about your family ever again phil so no i'm kidding yeah just fuck off phil that's it that's all we need it's not much uh, I don't want to tell him to fuck no, off. No, I'm just kidding. Phil, I know you're listening. You know we're just, we're buds. It's This is good-natured ribbing. And Tom, I know you're listening to Waiting to Call In. Please just don't tell Phil that we said any yes, of this. Yes, sorry. Sorry, but... <laughs> um, anyway, yep. this has been Picking Up Something Good, a limited event prestige podcast about Radiohead. Uh, my name is Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. I just found that out recently. 
Oh, you that's new? That's new to yeah, you? That's new to me. I didn't know that I played music as Echo Vessel. Oh, hey. Well, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad you're you're finding new avenues within yourself. <laughs> or something. Um, I don't know. You can find me online. Uh, I, I'm on kind of a social media break right now, but once I come back, you can find me at, uh, at Echo Vessel on Twitter, at Echo Vessel on Instagram, three O's, fuck Echo Vessel. Fuck Echo Vessel. Um, I hate him. Hate him. Um, in 2020, my, my wish is for uh, for me to get the Echo Vessel Instagram handle back. Anyway. Ooh, nice. Um, Nikki, you're a person. Eh, you know, some have said that. The jury's still out on it. But I do, I do do music. <laughs> I do I <laughs> do 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 music. I just shit music. Um, you can find the do do music at nikkiflowers.bandcamp.com. Uh, in particular, I just released a single for my band, The Smiths. It is hard to say. It is a Smiths cover band. All synth, all the time. Because Morrissey said once in an interview in the mid-80s that he hated synthesizers. And I hate him because he's a fascist idiot. So I've dedicated my life to uh, banishing him to the Shadow Realm. So ruining can, him. Yeah, just completely ruining him. You can pre-order The Smiths Return, S-M-Y-N-T-H-S. You know, like Smiths, but synth. Yeah. <laughs> hey! Um, that's uh, com. Every pre-order um, makes Morrissey shit his pants a little bit. So do your part, pre-order, and um, st- uh, stay, stay in school. Uh, stay in school. We've run a label called Neodotritis. We actually announced The Smiths Return today yep um and we also released a video for amethyst by dog shirt um we've got an album by valerie modeled mountain coming out uh this friday oh my gosh um, yeah and then and then on the 31st we've got dog shirt we got dog shirt married we have, now uh, shirt club coming very very soon i can't tell you the date just yet um 2020 got, year of the shirt you're the shirt and then we've also got another album coming very soon that i can't talk to you about quite yet either but <gasps> it's coming you know about it nikki oh yeah <laughs> however um that's exciting uh we've got a lot of stuff going on i got another podcast called radish uh it's a show and tell podcast it's four of us um if you've ever want to listen to about four listen to like uh four men uh talking about uh media mm-hmm. <laughs> like if that <laughs> Break, interests you breaking new ground <laughs> like, something that's never happened before four men talk about uh, popular media but i love them very much um it's what a nice f- show to do what's going on did you hear that weird siren it's like a different yeah. siren that uh, basically the, no, Chicago's falling apart right now, but not in a way. It's the police too. It's oh god, the sequel. <laughs> 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 we should end this before they find us. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, that's us, I think, right? Um, next episode we're gonna yep. be covering um, we're gonna be doing some dad rock. <laughs> oh, we're gonna be doing some fucking dad rock with the, just a pinch of technology and computer. A little bit of computer, but a lot of dad rock. It's basically Wild Hogs. Um, <laughs> Wild Hogs 2, the podcast, coming to you next week. Uh, we're doing Adams for Pieces Amok next episode, which yeah. is great. And we'll try to get it out uh, less than three weeks from now, probably the week after this episode airs. <laughs> I want to say we guarantee it, but given our track record... Weirder shit has happened. We had a whole episode that disappeared. And uh, who knows about this one? Maybe you're not even listening to it. Maybe we're just talking to nothing. Uh, maybe we're maybe we just don't maybe there's no meaning to life and we're all just a bunch of atoms bouncing around maybe for peace maybe for not maybe i'm rambling maybe we should end the episode happy 2020 see you later bye-bye bye-bye